0: Good morning, everyone. It's Ryan here. I'm going to be preaching by video from home this morning. I've had a cold throughout this week and continue to have a cough and the sniffles, and so I thought it's best, in the midst of COVID-19, to be a little more cautious and keep my distance from you all. I'm going to start out this morning with a music video, and it's called "Truth Be Told" by a fellow named Matthew West. It's a song that's become really meaningful to me in the last number of weeks, and we're starting a new sermon series this Sunday, and that sermon series is called "Becoming Whole." And I I think that this video is just a good kickoff for that. I think it will be a bit of a a theme video, a theme song for us in the coming weeks as we dive in. So I I invite you to join with me in watching Truth Be Told by Matthew West. It's good stuff, eh? It speaks, uh, I've I've been fine, it just really has resonated with me. It speaks a uh, a lot of truth. It kind of feels like it peels back the layer, the cover, the mask that so many of us are wearing. I'm a broken person. You are a broken person. We are a broken people, whether we care to admit it or not. And to be honest, I've become increasingly concerned about this brokenness. I'm not so much concerned that we're broken. That's, that's okay. I, I think that, um, you know, it is what it is. What concerns me most is our inability to address our brokenness. Our inability to find health, to find wholeness, to become whole. Most of us, we just stuff it deep down inside and in the moments when it comes bubbling out, we'll we'll kind of gloss it over with a Bible verse, with a few action steps and a prayer. But that just doesn't seem to be cutting it. It doesn't seem to cut it in my life. It doesn't seem to cut it in the lives of so many around me and, and people that I engage with as a pastor. And so I feel like God's been saying to me lately that it's because this this inability to find wholeness is because we're not inviting Him in to the depths of our hearts to do the spiritual surgery that needs to happen. I want to share with you a couple of quotes from a book that's become really meaningful to me. It's called Soul Care. It's by a fellow named Rob Reimer. I'll just give you a glimpse of the book here. Soul Care by Rob Reimer. Reamer, actually. He pronounces it Reamer. Starting on page 3, he says, As I've traveled, taught, and had conversations with many people, I've come to realize that a lot of people are stuck in their spiritual journey and they need freedom. Some are in a marriage crisis and want to get better, but they can't find a path to wholeness. The church hasn't helped enough of these people get healthy enough to have a healthy relationship. Others are stuck in a sin pattern. The church has too often told them, don't do that without giving them the help that they need to get free. I've seen people tormented by the power of the enemy, and they didn't know that they have access to the power of God to find freedom from Satan's evil grip. So that's the first section. The second section I want to read to you. On page 7, and Remer writes, he says, It is often issues of the soul that keep us from intimacy with God and others. Many people come to me because they want to get closer to God, but they can't. What they fail to understand is that it is often soul issues that keep them from drawing near to God. Praying, fasting, and memorizing Scripture cannot help us draw near unless we address the soul blocks. We have these unconfessed, unprocessed, undealt with issues and they hinder us from experiencing the fullness of God. Think of your soul like a container. These things fill up the containers of our souls and unless we deal with them, we don't have any more capacity for God. It's like we're dealing with the symptoms. The stuff going on under this on the surface. We put on band-aids. Maybe we apply some stitches, but we don't go deeper to find what is the root cause, what's really going on in our hearts. So these two quotes are from a book called Soul Care, Seven Principles for a Healthy Soul by Rob Reamer. And I'm going to be preaching through the themes of this book over the next two months. We're going to be working with scripture texts along the way. We're going to be diving into scripture, but we're going to be using this book and the principles that Reamer lays out as a guide to help us to understand and to apply these scriptures that we'll be looking at. So as, as we begin this sermon series, it's called Becoming Whole. There's three things that I want to make clear. The first thing is, this sermon series is just an introduction. Listening to, it's, it's eight sermons, simply listening to them actually isn't going to make uh, a lot of difference in your life. I don't know if that feels, <laughs> feels shocking to hear or not, but it's not going to make an incredible difference in your life. What is going to make the difference is when you create the space to pray through, to think through, to talk through with those close to you, these issues, and to begin the long haul. This really is just an introduction. And so I'm going to be providing discussion questions at the end of each one or or reflection questions for you to work through at your own. I'll give you those at the end of each, each sermon. Um, and I invite you to work through the book. I've got 10 copies out on the welcome table this morning. They'll be available in weeks to come. $20 each just to cover the cost for that. But that would really be the biggest thing. If you're listening to this, you're like, man, like, I, I know I need to confess my brokenness. I need wholeness. This is a great way to work through it. And it will guide you. It's a great prompt for meditating, for praying, reflecting, journaling, all of that on this journey of becoming whole in Christ the second piece I want to share with you is I'm very much on this journey with you. There's an old saying that you can only lead people as far as you've already gone. And to be completely honest, I'm not the picture of like a perfectly healthy soul. I'm, I'm broken, just like the rest of, of you. And, and I'd hoped, to, act to, <laughs> to be entirely frank, I'd hoped that I would be further along in this journey to preach this this sermon series than than I am. And I wrestled with this. I was like, God, should I be doing this series? I'd felt him a number of months ago leading us into this. I'm like, I'm not sure. And I really felt God say in my spirit, he said, no, go for it. But make it clear that you are on this journey alongside the people. So I invite you, join me on this journey of seeking wholeness, of becoming whole. This journey through uh, these principles of soul care. And the third piece is, this is a theme for KZMC that we're going to be kind of exploring in in the next uh, while, the long-term, not just these two months of eight sermons, but in the months to come, in the uh, in the next couple of couple of years. At the beginning of the year, the elders discerned some, some priorities that God had for us as a church. You may remember those. They kind of got thrown up in the air with, with COVID. But one of the ones that we said was seeking spiritual intimacy with God. We felt God saying, I want to know you more deeply. I want to reveal myself more deeply. And I really think this is an outworking of that, of God saying, okay, you want that intimacy. I need to lead you in looking for this healing in your soul. And so one piece of this actually is that this fall, we started, uh, it's kind of under the radar, but there's a new program we started called Freedom Session. Every Monday night, there's a group meeting and uh, we're going to be working through very similar principles about how to find freedom, how to find healing in Christ. It's a pilot group. We're trying it out with roughly Uh, 10 to 18 people. We're going to see how it goes. And depending on how it goes, we're going to launch it to the whole church then next fall is another significant step in finding spiritual healing. Frank Struth, awesome guy, pastor of the Grand Bend Church of God. Uh, Freedom Session made a huge difference in his life. So he's going to be leading us through that. So anyway, these are uh, the three steps I wanted to make you aware of as we press forward. At this point, I want to share with you Psalm 51. These are David's words after he was... Uh, confronted about his sin of adultery and uh, his sin of of murdering. And and this is where he pours out his heart to God. Psalm 51, starting at verse 1, it says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all of my iniquity and cleanse me from sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and just when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face. Sorry. Yeah, hide your face from my sins and blot out all of my iniquity. Created me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Don't cast me from your presence or take your holy spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God, my Savior, and my tongue, will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart you, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifice of the righteous, in burnt offerings offered whole, Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Excellent insight there from King David. We are a broken people. When we consider our brokenness, we need to consider the fact that we are broken to the core. David, in verse 3, he acknowledges this. He says, For I know my transgressions and my sin. It's always before me. And he gets that trying harder and harder and harder just isn't going to cut it. How many of you have been trying harder and harder and harder to fix this mess and it just isn't working? He writes later on in the psalm, he says, You do not delight in sacrifice or I would bring it. You don't take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O oh God, is a broken spirit a broken and a contrite heart you oh god will not despise and so launching into the series of becoming whole the first step is acknowledging our brokenness coming to god with a broken and contrite spirit laying it out on the table and say i can't do this anymore god i I need you no more pretense i'm not going to just slap a smile on it. i need you god personally i feel like i'm at a significant point in my life with this on a personal level and you'll have heard me hint at that hint at this at points in this year is that God has been showing me the depths of the darkness of my heart over the past year in a number of ways ways in which my priorities ways in which various idols of my heart that I've placed my trust into and when they when they crumble or they don't shape up the way that I hope that they would God saying listen like you can't trust in this stuff this has been wrong your affections have been misplaced you've got to trust in me and it's been really hard actually some of my deep-seated junk is being exposed. And God's inviting me to go deeper to the core and many of the things that, I, that I've that i noticed that are just symptoms, or maybe I've noticed them over the years, I'm realizing how deeply seated they are in terms of my identity and whatnot. So God's inviting me to, to come to this place of brokenness. And, and to be honest, as a pastor, I've gotten to a point where I'm a little bit frustrated. Maybe it's my age, maybe it's being in, in ministry now for about 10 years, but the number of people that will come and they'll share their struggles with me and, and then, you know, you, you pray with them and you share a couple of Bible verses and you give them a few action steps and, and it's just not cutting it. It's not. And maybe you've been the person uh, across the table from me or on the other side of the conversation and, and maybe you've experienced that as well. Slapping on band-aid solutions isn't cutting it. We need to acknowledge our brokenness. We need to go to God and lay it out all on the table and let Him get at us to the core. We are broken deeper than I think we even realize. We are broken to the core. But there's good news. There is good news. God can make us whole. We have the gospel of Jesus. This is the news that God loves us deeply. And David knew this. Verse 11, he said, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. He says, according to your great compassion blot out my transgressions. David knew that he had a God that loved him. And so you need to hear this. Maybe you need to do some work to discover how broken you really are. Maybe you are painfully aware. Whatever your case, God is looking at you and saying, I love you so much. I created you. I gave my life for you. I want to restore you. God hasn't pushed you away. He hasn't ran away. He wants to restore you. You need the gospel to guide you in this. God loves you infinitely. When you place your faith in Jesus, He's blotted out your sin. He's removed it. It's as far away as the east is from the west. And now you have a safe place with Him to begin working at the inner issues that you need to look at. And so, I invite you into this process of truth-telling. The song, Let the Truth Be Told. David didn't hide his sin. It's actually remarkable. We have this song, this, this song that he wrote Um, We have it today because he wrote it and he shared it with a whole pile of people. It's astounding. And I think of Matthew West's song. He says, I don't know why it's so hard to admit it when being honest is the only way to fix it. There's no failure. There's no fall. There's no sin that you don't already know, that God doesn't already know. So let the truth be told. I'm not saying throw it out there for everybody to know, but be honest with God. Be honest Maybe with your spouse. Be honest with your best friend. Be honest with your sister or your brother. Open up with someone. Let the truth be told. These are words that cut to the core. I don't know why it's so hard to admit it when being honest is the only way to fix it. And so I made mention already about how this this has been a hard year for me of God exposing some of this stuff in my life through a number of different circumstances, seeing some of the spiritual barriers that are there. It's been hard, but it's been good. And I'm actually feeling really hopeful. I, as I've been working through this book, Soul Care, it's just like chapter after chapter, like, oh my goodness, this is putting word, to words, the things that I need to address. And I sense that these are questions that we need to be asking ourselves as well. We need to pray and work through this stuff. So my own journey right now is parallel, paralleling, I guess, where Um, I have a strong sense that God needs to lead us as a congregation. And so I invite you on that journey with me, a journey to becoming whole by letting God do spiritual surgery within us. And so actually I invite you now, oftentimes our our physical position um, kind of demonstrates or, or kind of solidifies what we're saying to God. So I invite you actually where you are sitting there to hold your hands out and open, maybe just on your lap, wherever, but hold your hands open to God. And I invite you to pray this prayer with me. Now, because of our circumstances of me doing this video, I don't have slides, all of that. You won't be able to see this on the screen, but just pray along with me as you hear me speak these words. Lord, I'm willing to change, but I don't know how to change. There are deep-seated things inside of me that are broken. I can see that. The problem is I don't know what they are. I don't know what the roots are. And I don't know how to change them. I need your help. Can you lead me to a path of change? Amen. And that was a prayer written by Rob Reamer in the introduction to his book. And so I ask you to reflect on the following three questions in the coming week. I'll send them out in an email so that you all have them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Three questions to guide you. The first one, name three specific ways that you're experiencing brokenness within right now let the truth be told name three specific ways second what do you think your barriers have been to deeper spiritual healing why haven't you gone down this journey before that was a really important question for me to ask so what do you think are the barriers that you've been experiencing to deeper healing and third this closing prayer that we just prayed i invite you to pray that once a day in the next week, and then to sit in silence with God for at least five minutes, at least five minutes, and just sit there and listen and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. So, let's join on this journey together of becoming whole, this journey together of, of walking through the, the principles, the scriptures laid out in soul care. And I invite you actually to hold on to this promise in closing from Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. And it says, But I will restore you to health, And I will heal your wounds, declares the Lord. I invite you to hold on to that promise. I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. God, uh, you know our brokenness far better than we do. We don't even know the half of it. Thank you, God, for who you've created us to be. Thank you for where you, how you brought us to this point on our journeys. And God, we want more. We don't want to just be saying it. We want to do the work. We want to surrender all of ourselves, our identity, our ambitions, our hurts, everything. We just want to give it to you. We want you to restore us and to heal us. So we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would give us the strength and the courage that we need. We pray that you would shower us with your grace so that we'd be able to trust in you and feel safe with you on this process. Guide us, we pray. We want to be whole for your glory. We want to live fully as you created us to be. And we pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.